para mim. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to uh, the Triple Babble Podcast. Uh, I got my co-host here, um, El Jefe. Um, got the playmaker, TP, over here. Um, what's going on, guys? What's happening with you? Not much. Just another day in paradise, you know, ready for the NFL Sunday kickoff week. Let's get it. Kickoff is upon us. We've all waited for a very long time. I am somewhat in paradise in Orlando, Florida. The weather is beautiful when it's not raining. But all, all is good here. All is good. How are you guys doing? How you doing, Trev? Hey, I can't complain, man. I can't complain. Um doing pretty good over here so i want to introduce us uh so we are triple babble um we are uh the triple babble podcast because there's three of us or three talking heads and we just want to babble all day about everything uh, nfl um including uh fantasy football um you know uh everything with that we're gonna talk sports betting and then just kind of around the nfl you know what are our favorite picks you know what, what do we like who do we like season long um what matchups do we like um going into the week. So, um, yeah, I want to go ahead and um, get right into that. Um, so, Hefe, if you want to go ahead and lead us off. Okay. So, uh, week one, we got a couple matchups we want to talk about in the 1 o'clock hour. Uh, let's start it off with the Ravens and the Jets. We got a nice little matchup here, Ravens and Jets. Crazy thing about these two teams, they were both in last place last season in the division. Now, hearing that is crazy about the Ravens because they're – to me, they're one of the teams to beat in the AFC. Um, Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews, that defense is always there. I mean, how, how do y'all feel? Yeah, uh, the Ravens, uh, hearing that they were last place in the division, actually hearing that is crazy because you look at that team on paper, you look at that um, you know, division, like, dang, they were last place because uh, the previous years, they were they were um, leading that division, um, making the playoffs. So, um, to hear that is just it's just surreal, but it is what it is. Lamar Jackson, um, their leader was injured, missed uh, the second half of their season, um, and then they just they never really recovered from all the injuries uh, at the beginning of the season to their running backs, um, and it just it just never came together. So unfortunately, um, you know, it 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 is what it is. But uh, and you've got New York. New York has been um, <laughs> kind of been at the bottom of that division for a few years now. Um, it's always been about New England, um, and then Brady left, and then it was uh, Buffalo. Then you look at Miami; they're building up, um, you know, what looks to be a formidable team. So, what 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 is New York going to do? Are they going to stay at the bottom feeder? Are they going to stay at the bottom of that division? I mean, I, I like Baltimore this season to make the playoffs, make it deep. So, um, you know, I'm really thinking that uh, you know, Week One. Definitely seeing um, Baltimore uh, dominating, um, at least winning, maybe not dominating, um, you know, this matchup. So that's that's where I'm at with it. Um, I definitely see them. Um, Lamar Jackson has something to prove. Um, the Ravens don't want to be known as the, the worst team in the AFC North. So, uh, yeah, I, I really love uh, Baltimore on the road uh, for week one. So, I mean, looking at it with Baltimore versus New York, Baltimore is favored by seven points, according to Vegas, or 6.5, wherever you want to look at it. Now, the New York Jets defense, they have a couple additions to their team. Um, Whitehead, Jordan Whitehead from Tampa Bay, I believe he'll be making his debut for the Jets, which is really good. Um, I think he's going to add a little bit of strength to that, um, that secondary. 
They're the Williams bros. They look like they're going to be active this year on the defensive line as well. And their linebacker core is not that bad. Um, Zach Wilson is coming off of injury. Looks like he should be good to go for the first week. So I'm not going to say I think I think I think Zach Wilson's out. I think he got oh, Zach out. Wilson is out. Yeah, out. they yeah, they've out. actually um called him out for the first four weeks of the season. Oh, he's out for the four, first four weeks. Okay, well then, Joe Flacco, quarterback. Oh, Joe Flacco's okay. Well, going up against his old team, that'll be interesting to see. I'm not necessarily counting the Jets out. Their defense is not, you know, not something to scoff at. However, I do think Baltimore does get this game. I think Baltimore is going to tap back into what Baltimore is known for defense. Um, their wide receiving core is obviously not that spectacular. However, Lamar Jackson is just that much of a playmaker, former <laughs> MVP. He's going to make plays on his feet, and the running back J.K. Dobbins should have a great game this week. So. I think Baltimore does get out of this, get out of New York with a solid victory. But the Jets are not just a team to, you know, just look at on your schedule. And be like, all right, it's a walk in the park because this team, you know, they're young, they're hungry, they're going to want to play football. And Lamar Jackson, as great as he is, if he's under duress, he might make some mistakes, and this game may be a little bit closer than we think. And New York likes to get out of the quarterback, so we'll see what happens. Uh, it'll be pretty interesting. See what happens. Joe Flacco returning, or actually, I believe the Jets are at home. So the Ravens coming to New York. Joe gets to play his old team. Last time these guys played, uh, the Ravens got to play the Jets. Um, Sam Darnold was the quarterback, and the Ravens just—I mean, they—they they killed him. They—I mean, I don't—I don't know how to put this any better. It was forty-two to twenty-one. Um, now, do I think we're going to see a score like that again? No. But that six and a half, I think, will come in easy. I don't think there'll be any doubt about it. I think Lamar, Mark Andrews, fantasy starters this week. Um, I, 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 I just don't see the Jets keeping up with the Ravens. I, I can't see it. I, I, I just don't see it. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah, at the end of the day, um, the Ravens are uh, a prideful team. You look at the preseason. Um, they dominated there. Um, I believe they went 3-0, as they've done um, for the past few years. Um, and they, they take every game very, very seriously. So um, they're looking to run the ball down New York's throat. Um, uh, TP, uh, you said the spread was uh, about seven points. So I really, really think that um, they're, they're going to dominate that point, uh, that point spread. Uh, get a win, uh, win by seven at least, um, you know. And uh, just 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 going to week two, you know, so but um, if, if we got to look at this game from a, a who's scoring standpoint, you know, who, who's going to fall these points, you know, um, for fantasy, man. I mean, we look at the quarterback room. Um, of course, I got to start Lamar Jackson. So um, absolutely would love him. Um, and then uh, on the other side, New York side, you got Joe Flacco. Um, you know, I wouldn't be looking to start him in fantasy. Um if you're in a position where you have to start Joe Flacco week one, I mean, you're, you're probably already um, already in trouble, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, but uh, moving from there, the running back position, um, you got J.K. Dobbins, you've got um, Michael Carter, um, you've got the rookie running back that they um, that they drafted, uh, Brees Hall, I think. I think. Um, and, um, yeah, looking at that that running back group, um, I don't know if I'd play Dobbins week one. Um I'd like to start the the running back in New York just because Dobbins is um the reports out of camp have been you know he's still um there's like a video out where he's he's like uh he's like hobbling you know after like a, a practice drill or something so um I mean he could come out there and get three touchdowns but um 
he's not someone I'd want to start week one. Definitely not. I'd rather start one of the um the New York backs. Um, and then you look at the wide receiver core. Who who do we, who do we have for wide receiver on New York? I mean, we've got Elijah Moore, um, Corey Davis, um, which. You know, I, I look to start Elijah Moore. I mean, Joe Flacco, he's got nothing to prove at this point in his career. He's already won the Super Bowl. He's, you know, he's just, uh, he, he's backup right now. So he's he's looking to just ball out, try to win if he can. So I would look for him to uh, to air that ball out. Um, Elijah Mitchell um, probably catching, um, you know, some pretty, uh, some, some pretty spectacular catches, uh, you know, from him. And then um, on Baltimore side, who do you got? You got, um, who's that wide receiver, Hefe, from Baltimore? He's, um... They've got uh, Rashad Bateman, that's who it is. And they've got uh, Duvernay, Duvernay, Devin Duvernay. They got him as well. So I would look to start um, Rashad Bateman if you, if you needed to. I think that would be with Lamar Jackson's wide receiver one option um, throughout the season. Um, and, of course, at the tight end, you got to go with Mark Andrews. Um, he is uh, probably the best, uh, one of the best tight ends in the NFL today. Um, so you, so you got to roll with him. Um, and then New York, I, I no, just don't even worry about the tight end position. Um, kicker, um, Justin Tucker, um, best in the business. Um, if you got him, you start him. Um, and and nothing needs to be said about New York's kicker because uh, there, there's really nothing to say there. Do not uh, worry about that. And then the defense, of course. Look, you're looking for Baltimore to blow out um, New York. Um, seven points a lot. Um, but you got to look at their defense. Baltimore has historically always had a great defense. Um, so I'd roll with them. Got to roll Baltimore's defense. Sit in New York's defense. You shouldn't even have them rostered. If you do, I don't know what you're thinking. Um, but, yeah, that's 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 the start on sit on for that, man. You got to just got to know, um, you know, put put your money on Baltimore. Put your fantasy players um, on Baltimore. Um, Baltimore also – Baltimore's defense also gets back Marcus Peters, and they've added Kyle Fuller to their secondary as well. So we could see a lot of turnovers. Joe Flacco may just be thrown, just like you said, might just throw some ducks up there. Might might be a, a warm welcome back to the NFL. Marcus Peters, Kyle Fuller's probably going to be looking to get in some action as well. I definitely agree. You start – if you have him, you start Mark Andrews. If you have him, start Ravens defense. Um, I personally have Lamar Jackson, so I will be starting Lamar Jackson. So, looking to see a couple of rushing touchdowns, maybe a connection with Mark Andrews. I agree with everything you said. Okay, so it looks like we got Ravens across the board week one. All right, moving into our second matchup, uh, we got a little divisional game here, fellas. Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, we're this is this is going to be a very interesting matchup. These two, these two teams met last uh, every year. They meet two times. Uh, week three, they met at Pittsburgh, twenty-four to ten. Week twelve, they met uh, forty-one to ten. Uh, last season, Bengals won both of those matchups. How do we feel? Do, do we think do we think the point spread is too generous? It's set at six and a half. I mean, do, do we do we think this is going to be another blowout or or what? What what, what are we thinking? Um. For the Bengals being at home, I, I it's still a divisional game, um, so I don't think they can break bring it up to nine and a half. I think that's a little disrespectful, um, especially for Mike Tomlin, who's w- one of the greatest NFL coaches we have right now. Um, so I think six and a half is pretty is pretty fair, um, but I do think the Bengals cover that pretty easily as well, though um, being at home. Oh. 
Lyle Collins versus TJ Watt. Lyle Collins, former Cowboy, holding machine. And I don't mean that in a good way. So, defense play of the year. We are going to see what happens. I do like Joey B. That, that's a lot, of, a lot of confidence up there offense. I do also believe, based off some of those previous interviews in the summer, the Bengals receiving core, they have some targets on their back. So, I would not be surprised if Mike Tomlin drew, um, draws up some sort of scheme to really put the hands, put the game in the hands of the running back and the running core. But Joe Mixon, as we know, is a beast on the field. I do see the Bengals covering that 6.5 spread. It's just too much offense out there. Unless Joey Burrow is still harping over his injury. I don't, I don't really see why Cincinnati just runs through well with um, Pittsburgh. And I mean, Pittsburgh again, really solid team, but Cincinnati's just too much coming off the Super Bowl. I don't think it's going to be any sort of hangover like we saw in Los Angeles. Um, I don't know. I got, I got, I got to disagree with that point. Um, so I'm not saying the Bengals will lose, but um, I, I'm not too confident about this this matchup for them. I don't think it'll be a walk in the park for them. Um, let me get, let me give you all some facts. So um, dating back to uh, the beginning of the century um, when uh, Atlanta, the Atlanta Falcons, Denver Broncos played in the Super Bowl, um, Atlanta lost to Denver um, and followed it up with a loss to uh, Minnesota to open the tw- uh, 2000 season. Um, so the previous, uh, I mentioned that because the previous season's uh, Super Bowl loser has gone 9-14 and 14 straight up um, and 6-17 and 17 against the spread in week one. Um, so it, it's just an angle to look at, um, for the Super Bowl loser. Um, the Bengals, they did have a really good off season, um, but they didn't have a great preseason. So, um, you know, Joe Burrow missed some time. Um, I think he had an appendectomy, um, procedure. Um, so I, I don't expect him to be like in mid season form, but he's a young guy. I mean, he, he may not need all that practice to, um, to get up to speed, but, um, Mike Tomlin, we got to look at Mike Tomlin, the coach here. Um, He's an outstanding week one coach. If you look back to last year, they played Josh Allen and the Bills, who were, you know, definitely favored in that matchup. And um, they came out and won still. Um, they still came out and won. So Mike Tomlin, um, I think he'll have his his team ready to play. Um, like I said, they were road underdogs in Buffalo last year, um, and they won by a touchdown. Um, they won and covered um, as road chalk in their season opener at New York in 2020. Um, and since 2015, the Steelers have only lost once on opening day, despite opening on the road each and every year. So, um, Trubisky will be starting for them. Um, and I do think that it will be something, um, the Steelers have a chance to win. It's a divisional matchup, so those can really go either way. And I think the spread, um, is a little bit high, you know. Um, you think the Bengals, the way they ended the year, um, would probably, you would think this might be too generous, but. This is an end of the year, beginning of the year. Um, and I have to go with the Steelers um, plus six and a half here. Um, just too many points. Tomlin has that record of excellence in week ones. Um, he's a veteran coach. I mean, he, he's been doing this for over a decade now. Um, he knows his organization well. Um, I, I have to put my money um, on that organization. So, <clears throat> You know, Trevor, you might have, you might have convinced me. Thank you. Might be right. You did some, made some good. Hey, talking head, you know, opinions sometimes are meant to be swayed. And I think that I did forget about Najee Harris, you know, one of the best running backs in the league right now. 
But you know, he's he's gonna she's gonna prove that. I don't know if they're gonna put the game too much in Mr. Trubisky's hands, but again, Mike Tomlin's gonna draw up the right schemes. And Miles Jack is actually a new coming stealer on the field as well. Great defensive player. So Miles Jack paired with TJ Watt. Gonna be flying out there. Joey Burrow might be out of shape, might be a little rusty. I don't know. I still feel confident the Bengals win the game, but six point five. I think you're right. I think I think the Steelers going to make this a close game. If not, maybe pull an upset because you never know with these divisional games, especially in the AFC North. Got to sprinkle on the money line. I think it's I think it's like plus 200-something at the moment. A little sprinkle. A little plus sprinkle. Five. Maybe my first ever bet. Maybe put some money. Maybe put some money where that is, over in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Wow. So Pitt, Pittsburgh to cover. Pittsburgh I money line. Maybe. I didn't ever hear that from you. Hmm? That's a crazy take. I never, I never expected that from you. Man, things change. Maybe it might be the Orlando humidity. It might be, <laughs> might be gas in my brain. But I like it. I like it. Your brain's been clogged. Hey, Amen. My my Miami playmaker is is a whole different playmaker. You know, it's not Miami, is it? It's it's um. For, oh no, it's Orlando. Trust me, if I Orlando, my bad, my mistake. If I was Orlando. in Miami, I I would I would be the playmaker for sure. If this was Miami. Oh yeah. Uh, all right, so some some nineties some nineties action. Yeah. So so let's get this straight. You got you got Trevor and and and, and playmaker uh, maker backing the Steelers plus six and a half, and and I'm going with the. With the Bengals minus six and a half, so, so we, all right, let's let's see what happens there. Uh, we'll, we'll I still think the Bengals win the game, though. But I think the Steelers cover that. I think the Steelers. I mean, yeah, this. I mean, they, that can always happen. You know, they can win by six. They can win by five, four, three, two, one. Twenty-seven, twenty-four, baby. Let's go. Okay. Got, we got final score predictions. Uh, interesting. <laughs> Trev, you got yeah. one for us, real quick, before we get into the uh... next. No, nothing I want to share. Nothing I want to share. I have no thoughts. No Please thoughts. don't quote me on that because if you if you guys place your money and then come back and cuss me out, you no. Know, however, if you win, holla at me. I, I I'll send my cash app. We can ten percent. Oh, we we, we, we do we 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 do cash app Venmo and Apple Pay over here. We we got it all. We do we even do, do PayPal. You know, we do PayPal as well. Hey, you got know? Ballers in the chat. Uh oh. Chime. Does anybody have Chime? We can you can Chime yeah. me. How hey. We're we gonna start. We're gonna start using time now. You know, but we're gonna use that time. too. Find us. Uh, speaking of speaking of ballers, speaking of ballers, uh, we got the playmakers guy. We got uh next game up is the Browns and the Panthers. My guy, how y'all feel about the bake? Now a Panther at home going against his former team, the Cleveland Browns. Miles Garrett ignored Baker Mayfield's text. Baker Mayfield was trying to wish warm was warm wishes, send his warm wishes, his warm regards. Miles Garrett decided to ignore that text, and that is what's going to set off the beast in Baker Mayfield. Now, Baker Mayfield will probably perform for one game and one game only. I am perfectly fine with that, and it is going to be week one. Lock that in. Baker Mayfield is turning it up week one as the playmaker of the week. I'm stamping it right here, right now in the first segment. We don't even have to get later. Baker Mayfield, lock it in. Playmaker of the week. Good luck, Cleveland. And I understand because I have Kareem Hunt and um, and Nick Chubb as my running backs of fantasy. Best believe I have the utmost confidence in those guys. But you're not going to stop the bake. 
the wake and bake on Sunday, it's going to be extravagant, highest quality, highest grade, as they say, the wake and bake. He is smoking the Browns. Not going to be any Browns. We're going to be seeing nothing but green field. Green. So, so green it, so, it's, it's, it, sounds, it sounds like uh, the Carolina Panthers and uh, Baker Mayfield are going to be you know, fully baked, you know, no, nothing, nothing's half baked over here. They're going to be fully baked. They're, they're going to bake, uh, bake the Browns on Sunday. Okay. The only issue that I have is Christian McCaffrey is already showing signs of injury. I saw a report the other day, something wrong with his legs. He's, he's a little hobbled already. I feel like a, a, a slight breeze will end this guy's career. Unfortunately, I wish no end on this man, but he just, he just cannot seem to stay healthy. And that's going to be detriment. That's going to be the detriment to the Carolina Panthers. They've, you know, invested so much trying to build around him. So now it's time to just build around Baker. That, that's it. Baker Mayfield, the guy, at least for week one. Yeah. At least, at least, at least, at least, at least for week one. That's um, week one. Yeah. So, so a one in sixteen season. I'm perfectly fine with that. God, that's, as long as Baker Mayfield. That's the guy. Yes, that's the guy. That I'm, guy. I'm concerned. Um, are you concerned about Baker Mayfield? I'm, I'm highly concerned. Um, anyways, uh, moving on. You definitely got to start Christian McCaffrey. You definitely got to start DJ Moore. You got to move on from Baker Mayfield because that guy's not even going to make the top 15 fantasy numbers in quarterback category this year. I don't know where this guy's head's been at, but it's been it's been in it's been in uh, Florida for way too long. It's time for you to come home, buddy. Um, But Baker will win this game. I don't they I'm looking at the spread now. It's crazy. They changed this thing. They got the uh, Carolina Panthers plus one point five. I I might go empty my account on that. Do not empty your account. Never, never empty. Yeah, no, no, I, unless I, unless it's unless it's to your external bank account, then then that's okay. But that, <laughs> never don't 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 do that. That's that's family still exists. There's still still plenty of important things to go around that you need your money for. However, exactly. if you want to place a pretty penny on Baker Mayfield, I support it. Uh, viewers and listeners do not come find me if Baker does not perform. But Baker will perform. He's my playmaker of the week. Again, one, one of one of one of one of my favorite um uh, props for this game right here is uh Christian McCaffrey. Man, I mean, he's just coming back. He basically missed all of last year, the exception of a few games. Um, and now he has the chance to. Uh, pork with Baker Mayfield, who I'm sure he's built a, a rapport with during training camp, um, in the preseason, um, to take to take down his former team. You know, guys like that on 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 your team. It's like you playing your former team, man. Oh man, we can't. We we would love to help you get the win. Like guys, guys like that. They they feed into stuff like that. So um, I was I was looking at some um some props and um you know, it's looking at uh Christian McCaffrey. So. Um, I like Christian McCaffrey this game. I like him for week one. He's always good week one of the season. I can't speak for the rest of the season, you know, because, you know, the injury history. But um, I'm looking at his reception total, and it's set at um, five and a half, you know. Um, McCaffrey's good for catching 11 balls out the backfield and uh, <laughs> going for like 126 yards, man. He's their wide receiver one. Yes, the running back is the wide receiver one in this offense um, with Baker Mayfield. Um, and and I, I just got to go over. So um, 
five and a half is at uh plus uh, 126 on FanDuel Sportsbook right now. Um, That's what I would go with in this matchup. That's really the only one I'll go with in this matchup. Um, You just, you just don't know what you're going to get from the rest of the offense. You don't know how Baker's going to do. He kind of came into camp um, probably like halfway through it. Of course he played in preseason games, but I believe McCaffrey was uh kind of held out of that. So um, I think this number is a little bit low, five and a half for Christian McCaffrey. Cause I've seen plenty of games where this dude catches like 10 balls. So um, that's me. That's what I think. Um, as for the winner of this game and the spread, um, I'd have to go with um, the Panthers, um, probably like on the money line. Um, I'd probably take that. If, you, if you're going to take them plus one and a half, you might as well take them on the money line. I do think it could potentially be a close game. I don't think the Browns want to put the ball in uh, Kobe Brissett's hands, um, at least not to win it. So um, they'll be heavily relying on their running game. Uh you know, TP, you mentioned uh, Kareem Hunt, uh, Nick Chubb. They're dominant. They're amazing. Um, you know, they've got a great uh, receiving core. Um, Amari Cooper is now there. Um, yeah, so I, I think that they will um, be formidable. Um, but on the offensive side, um, they, I just don't think they want to trust Jacoby Brissett. And I think just the quarterback is the the best position on the team. You know, it's, it's your greatest asset, so. Um, that is why I also believe in the Carolina Panthers, although I'm not putting anything, uh, no official play, no official play for me, but I like, I like the Panthers. So, but yeah, Christian McCaffrey over five and a half receptions. Um, that, that, that's my pick for this matchup. Uh, and in to- fantasy, you got Christian McCaffrey, you better start his ass. I'm pretty sure you picked him, uh, between position one and three overall. So he's, he's, he's starting for you. He, he is a solid week one to three start. To piggyback what you said on the prop bets real quick, there's three prop bets that I love for Christian McCaffrey. Number one, his rushing, 66.5 minus 113. Love it. His receiving, 45.5 minus 113. Love it. Then you got his player rushing and receiving total at 115.5 minus 114. Love it. Take any of those. I think any of them give you money back. Yeah. Money back guarantees. That's what we're doing now. Money, money back. by guarantee. It's my money and I need it now. Exactly. He, he, need, he needs his money now. We're going to give it to him. <laughs> so it looks like we're all on the, the bait train for, for the Panthers this week. Oh, you see what I'm talking about. We're here to wake and bake on Sunday. The wake and bake Sunday. Yes, sir. Good wake morning. All right. Football games, nothing else. Nothing else. Just just football no, no, no. I, I speak I speak for myself. I speak for myself. Um yeah, I'm, I you know I might have a drink or two, maybe a brew. Oh yeah, okay. Okay. We're still we're still waking and baking. We're still waking, waking and baking with the bake. All right. Waking and baking and having now, a brew or two. Now we'll uh we'll get into uh we'll get into the four o'clock game real quick. We got uh we got one we want to talk about the Kansas City and Arizona uh, game. We know ha- no longer have uh, a speed demon in Tyreek Hill. We're not even going to have DeAndre Hopkins in this game. He's suspended, um, but we will get Juju Smith, um, who comes from the Steelers. Uh, that'll that'll be very interesting. A new weapon for for Mahomes. I'm sure him uh, and Jackson have gotten along pretty well with the dancing and all that. But continue before we do dances. Before I let you guys discuss this game, I want to leave you guys with, with, with one fact about these two quarterbacks 
that's going to blow your mind probably. You guys didn't even know this. Since these two quarterbacks have entered the league, neither one of these guys have lost week one. They are undefeated week one. Mahomes is a strict 4-0, while well, you got Kyler Murray sitting at 2-0-1. Who's going to lose here, fellas? Who will lose? Well, I hope Kyler did his homework. I hope he studied, um, you know, <laughs> the, the playbook, you know. So. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, that, that's tough, man. I, uh, the spread is uh, six and a half for this game. Um, you know, I was uh, talking with Hefe earlier, and I think um, – I think the sports the sports makers are giving um are giving us a gift for Kansas City. I think people have the impression there's no Tyreek Hill, you know, there's no you know what we like to call a wide receiver one. So you know there's there's no way that um you know they they should be winning by you know what we've seen Kansas City spreads at like you know like ten, eleven, twelve at you know different points in the season. I get it, it's week one, um or, or whatever, but this this is a large spread. Um, I think so um, about, you know, a touchdown against, you know, a team that likes to throw the football a lot. So um, it, it, it's, it's interesting. So I think that, um, you know, Kansas City hasn't really um, dropped off at all. I think people are, are too caught up in the um, and the pieces that have left the team. Um, if, if they value Tyreek Hill that much, they would have kept Tyreek Hill. Um, and and that's nothing to say that he's he's not he's a he's a bad player or anything like that. But I think what they plan to do this year, it will really just show um Mahomes is more than Tyreek Hill. Um, you know, um I think quarterbacks more so make receivers than the other way around. Um I think that he will prove to people that he can, you know, spread the ball out and he'll still have, you know, similar results, you know. Um, so I like Kansas City. I know it's seven points. But um, if if I have to trust Mahomes or Kyler Murray, um, I'm gonna trust Mahomes, and I have Kyler Murray as as my uh starting quarterback in one of my leagues. So um, but still, I'm I'm, I'm gonna trust Mahomes. I mean, yeah, they they both have won um all of their week one openers, but somebody's gotta lose. Someone's gonna lose on Sunday. So um, I I I pick um Kyler to be the loser um versus um versus um versus Mahomes. I mean, he is out uh DeAndre Hopkins. You know, D Hop um when he went out last year, um the team sort of struggled um in, in places um really just to replace that production. Um I think Kyler's a baller. I think he'll he'll do well. I think he'll have a decent stat line, but I think that's huge. Now he's got Hollywood Brown now, um, but I don't think that will be quite enough to keep up with Kansas City and their offense. And I think people are just under the impression that Mahomes um it, it, it's not going to be the same Mahomes that that we that we've seen. Um, so that's 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 what I think. I mean, Tyreek Hill obviously is um is a top five, top ten receiver in the league right now. But as you said, Mahomes, you know, one of the great quarterbacks that we've seen already, already a generation of talent. Um, it's not that he doesn't have any talent aside him, but next to him anymore. You know, he's got Juju Smith. Um, he has Travis Kelsey, who is still top three, top four, um, tight end league. Definitely a lot for his prop this week, I would say. Um, you have CEH out there. You know, Patrick Mahomes is nothing short of any weapon that he can't utilize or make somebody in the, you know, going into the season. He's one of those guys like Aaron Rodgers. He's one. He's in that conversation with the guys like Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it does sound a little bit premature, but just the way his talent, it's the way he is 
as far as his athleticism and being able to distribute the ball. Um, I think he's in that conversation with the Tom Brady's, the Aaron Rodgers, the Peyton Manning's and being able to make his team better no matter what his circumstances. So I would not be surprised if Kansas City returns to proper form this season. Um, Kyler Murray is always a lock no matter what's going on. I've had him in previous years. He's always a lock running and scoring. So he's due to give you three or four touchdowns in either a winning or losing effort. It will probably be in a losing effort this go around. Are they in Kent? They are in Arizona. That makes it not Arizona because Kansas City pretty much plays any and everywhere. So, you know, I, I pretty much have Kansas City locked in. Um, sorry for that. Mini, I don't know what was going on a couple of seconds ago, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> However, um, I do have Kansas City picked, and I do think we have a player prop lock with Travis Kelsey. Interesting. Um, so I look at this game. Um, now I, I tend to agree and, and disagree here with you guys. Um, I where I agree, I definitely think Kansas City will win this game. Uh, where I disagree, I think the, I think the Cardinals might cover that six and a half. I think it'll be a little bit closer than than uh, than we guys tend to realize. I think Murray will 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 try and keep up. I think at the end of the game, uh, Mahomes will get it done. They may get out of this game. Uh, you know. Four, three to five point win, uh, maybe six. I don't, I don't think they're going to cover the seven. Uh, now, as far as the point totals here, we got fifty three and a half. I do actually like that. I think, I think both teams will put up a, a good amount of points. I think they'll be able to cover that. Um, I think it'll at least get to fifty six. Uh, I, I definitely think, uh, think those are those are good locks. Uh, those, that's that's just my opinion. But I definitely think Kansas City money line, if anything. Um, that's definitely a lock, a lot, one hundred percent. As far as fantasy, uh, you got to start Kelsey, you got to start Mahomes, you got to start Kyler Murray. Uh, I'd start Juju Smith uh, in the wide receiver two option. I'd start Connor as well uh, in the in the running back two option. Uh, if you got to, you could maybe look for Brown uh, in the flex this week. Uh, see what he's about. Uh, try him out. Just an opinion. Um, if you have to. Uh, that's my opinion on this game, though. I, I, I definitely see Kansas City winning, though, 100%. And I want to I clarify, I have, him, I have Travis Kelsey locked in for the receptions player. It's at six and a half, I believe. So I believe he gets over six and a half. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to find him. They're going to get into a sink real quickly this season. <clears throat> and show everybody why, you know, Travis Kelsey is, is the guy in Kansas City for Patrick Mahomes. Hollywood Brown, I think it's interesting where he's going to be in now, you know, without DeAndre Hopkins, aside from him, he's going to be in a situation where they're going to probably double him a lot of times. So we'll see if he can handle the pressure. He has a quarterback that can throw the ball. So we'll see if it's a situation where it is him as that's the issue or if it was Lamar. But without DeAndre Hopkins for the first six games, it's going to be interesting to see how Hollywood responds to, um, you know, number one attention again. Okay, uh, so it looks like we're all in agreement. Kansas City will win this week. Um, we'll see about the spread, um, but definitely Kansas City sounds like it's a lot from everybody here. Um, I guess we'll we'll move on here. We got the game of the week up next: the Green Bay Packers. Talk about talk about the pack. That's the real pack for you against the Minnesota Vikings. Um, these two teams, obviously divisional, uh, they play each other twice a year. <laughs> Last year, you had week 11, the Packers 
at the Vikings. The Vikings ended up winning that game 34 to 31. Uh, then you had week 17, the Vikings at the Packers, and the Packers won that one very convincingly, 37 to 10. Um, this game, we're in Minnesota. I believe um, last time I looked, I think Minnesota might have been plus one or minus one. Let me, let me, let me pull plus this one and a half. Plus one plus and a half. half. Now, yeah, plus one and a half, uh, plus 100 on the money line. Um, honestly, I don't think that's a bad bet. Um, I, I know it's, it's, it's early in the season. Aaron Rodgers always, always is, is a good bet. He's never a bad bet. He lost his number one receiver. But I, I don't know. Minnesota is a very tricky team. They always play Aaron Rodgers very well normally. Um, and they're at home. I kind of I kind of like him to steal this one. Um, and then that'll that probably will light the fire in Aaron Rodgers and going forward I I take him. But week one, I'm 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 gonna go with the Vikings and and, and, I, and I'm even gonna risk it. I'm gonna go money line. I'm gonna take that plus one hundred. How do y'all feel? I personally <clears throat> I think that Devontae Adams is in the true game of the week. But again, a different conversation for a different day. I think that should be the game of the week. But I don't know. I like pretty boy Justin Herbert. That's my guy. Um, <laughs> I do. I mean, Kirk Cousins, he's, he's one of those guys which, like, you know, he, he's good enough to win you a couple games. But, you know, and he does he does perform late in the season. But it's early in the season, and there's not a lot of pressure for him. So he's just got to. You know, he's just got to go out there and make the game decently interesting. But Green Bay should win this. Green Bay should just, you know, do what they do best. Aaron Rodgers is, again, one of those quarterbacks that doesn't matter who he's quarterbacking, he's going to make his team better. So Aaron Jones also running the ball. I think Green Bay just locks this in. I don't think I have too much to say in defense from Minnesota. I think Green Bay just goes in, handles, handles business, gets out of there. Yeah, I got I got to go with TP on this one. I mean, normally the home team gets three points, you know, but it's Aaron Rodgers, it's Kirk Cousins, you know, they're not going to give Kirk Cousins three over Aaron Rodgers. It's not going to happen. But um, Devontae Adams leaving the offseason was um that that was big. That was a big big thing, and people think um wow, there's no there's no number one, you know. Same thing with Patrick Mahomes, you know the, the audience is thinking oh well there's no number one receiver. How how is this going to work, you know? Okay, uh, Aaron Rodgers was Aaron Rodgers before Devontae Adams arrived. He will be Aaron Rodgers um, now that he has departed. Um, he still has a few pieces he's familiar with on this offense. It's not all new guys or, you know, one, two, three years experience. Um, Aaron Jones, as you mentioned, um, he, he is a dual threat running back. You know, he, he catches the ball at the backfield. He's, he's able to pick up yards. They use him in the red zone. And they've got uh, A.J. Dillon, who, you know, has a very similar skill set, but he's a little bit um, heavier. You know, he's the guy that you're looking to run, um, you know, uh, when you're at the one-yard line type of thing. But, um, yeah, same, same thing. They have two really, really solid running backs. Um, the wide receiver core um, is definitely changed from last year. You know, there's no Devontae Adams. Um, and, and they've got, you know, a pieces of, you know, younger guys on that offense. But, you know, they still got Randall Cobb there. Um, people forget about him. We've got uh, Bob Tunyon, uh, Robert Tunyon, um, returning from that ACL injury. Um, he was definitely one of Aaron's guys when he was healthy um, the year before. So I look for him. I look for some of these pieces he's familiar with um, as, as Aaron kind of getting the, the band back together. Um, I think that he'll distribute the ball well. Um, 
He's not so focused on locked in on one target, although I think he 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 will probably at times. It'd be interesting to see the um what's it called? The uh the, the percentage, target percentage, target share that um some of the guys that he throws to draw. But I I'm not convinced the Vikings are gonna win this one. People are talking uh Kirk Cousins is gonna have a uh, you know, like 30 plus touchdowns this year. He's a he's an MVP candidate, a dark horse MVP candidate. Um I, I get those from a statistical standpoint. I really do. Um, but in terms of winning actual football games, um, <laughs> no, not not really. Um, now, the Vikings are good to get the Packers once a year for sure, but um, not 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 today. I don't think so. Um, Aaron Rodgers is, um, is going to show out. Um, if you've listened to him, um, he was on another podcast recently. Um, Joe Rogan, this dude is talking about um, – some psychedelics and some, um, you know, different types of uh, medication, natural medications, as he would say, that he's been um, experimenting with. And um, he said he's so at peace. He's so zen. And um, he he said he while he was taking these last year, um, while he was on his back-to-back MVP campaign. <laughs> so um, I'm not doubting this man at all. I have, have very high confidence that, um, that they, they will win this game. Um, taking the Vikings at plus uh, one and a half is, you know, asking them to win basically. And I don't think Aaron Rodgers is is in the business of uh, of losing the Week One opener. Um, I remember a few years ago, this dude was playing. Um, I think the Chicago Bears in a game where um, I don't think it was the opener, but it w- it was one of the earlier games in the season. This dude got the crap knocked out of him, and he hurt his knee uh, at halftime. They were down by like twenty some points, something crazy like that. And uh, this dude came back out, threw for like three touchdowns, 300 yards. And uh, in the post-game interview, uh, they said, Aaron, what happened? You should look this man in his eyes. He had crazy eyes, man. They they definitely had him on that stuff, um, you know, <laughs> behind the scenes. But, like, it's, it's just that type of competition, man, like for Aaron Rodgers. He's not losing to a divisional rival um, week one. I don't, I don't see it happening. Um, he'll figure this out. People are low on that team because of what happened in the offseason. So I like Aaron Rodgers a lot. And a uh, player prop I like a lot is um, looking at the running backs, particularly uh, Aaron Jones. Um, he's at 37 and a half for his uh, receiving prop. I definitely think he's going to get utilized in this game. Um, you know, they're gonna he's going to throw the ball to his guys that he trusts. His name is Aaron. Like, you know, like, come on. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I, I think he throws the ball out to Aaron Jones. I look for him to go over 37 and a half um, receptions, receiving yards. So I like. Um, to, to piggyback what you said about Aaron Rodgers' comeback game with the Chicago Bears. Uh, so Aaron Rodgers was at home that game. They were down 17-0 at half. That was week one of the 2018 season. Aaron Rodgers came back to win that game 24-23. to um, That was week one. Uh, now, some, here's something else to look at. The Vikings have a new head coach. The Vikings got a guy, an offensive coordinator that comes from the Rams from last year. He's off of fr- He's fresh off a of Super Bowl ring. Now, here's an interesting stat, though, too. This guy, Kevin, was with Kirk Cousins in Washington in 2017. So they're already a little, you know, familiar with each other. I'm very curious to see how, uh, how much that helps them. Uh, as far as fantasy, I like to start Jefferson and I like to start Rogers this week. Um, I'd, I'd start Kirk Cousins too if you got him. 
Um, do I think he's going to be a breakout uh, star this year? Uh, I mean, this week, no. But I think he'll get. I think he'll get a good number of points. Um, I, Jefferson's definitely a start though for them. Wide receiver one. Yeah, I mean, I know I kind of brushed through the Vikings offense when they do have Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, and Justin Jefferson. So I don't want to be too rude. I just don't think it's going to be one of those games for Kirk Cousins to where there's enough on the line for him to where he's going to perform at his peak. You know, Kirk kind of performs well under pressure. And I think it's just week one, you know, not too much stress. Jair Alexander, August Amos, it's going to be a lot of defense for Green Bay. Probably force a couple turnovers, maybe put Kirk on the hot seat a couple weeks into the season. That's when he'll really start performing. That's when fantasy starters or fantasy players are going to want to start or start looking at Kirk Cousins. But I just don't think there's enough pressure on him week one, even though it is a, is a, it is a divisional opponent. I don't think it's just enough pressure for him to where he's like, all right, let me go out here and do my thing. However, he does like to go up against Aaron Rodgers. And Kirk Cousins does like to perform against, you know, top quarterbacks in the league. So you never know. But I, I don't know. I still I still have my eggs in Green Bay basket, even though I despise Green Bay. I think let me let me let me let me give you let me give you guys something. I don't I don't know the exact numbers for this, but um Kirk Cousins and Primetime or America's Game of the Week, there's a certain stat about this guy and how he performs. Um and it's not good. It is not favorable. Um <laughs> uh, but uh I'll I'll give you primetime games, um like the night game. I think um a couple years ago he was zero in like, I don't know, something like 10 or something like that in primetime games um, or, you know, Sunday night football games, Kirk Cousins until uh, somewhat recently, um, and he somehow overcame that. So I think he's like one in something. Um, and I think his record also um, is very similar for like America's game of the week or something like that. Um, he does not perform well under pressure. That That, that is his, his, his worst skill, um, performing under pressure. You know, if it's a game that doesn't matter and it's just, you know, he's 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 just trying to get a nice stat line, he's he's great for that. Um, but yeah, so that's I I will look that up because um I'm I'm not sure what it is. Happy, you look like you got something. What 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 you got? <laughs> it's eight and seventeen in prime time games as of twenty twenty one. Eight and seventeen. That's interesting. <clears throat> that's that's not very good. That is that's terrible. Not, not that's not that great. Um I don't know. I'm so back in the Vikings, I know you two are backing uh, the Packs. Um, so we'll see how that one plays out as well. Um, that'll be a very interesting matchup, though. Uh, game of the week. Game All right. Of the week. So now, uh, before we get into the primetime games, um, we'll we'll get into a couple of little quick segments. Uh, first, we'll go around, do quick picks of uh, all the other games of the week real quick for everybody. Uh, first up, we got the Saints and the Falcons. Uh, personally, for me, I got the Saints. Um, how y'all feel? Saints. Saints. Okay. Uh, next, we got the 49ers and Bears. Um, for me, I think the Bears steal this one. I think it'll be a low-scoring game, and uh, I think it's I think it's anyone's ball game. Like Justin Fields, um, I think he takes that leap, although he doesn't have the weapons that. Um, San Francisco has on their offense. Um, I think that he can keep this game close with his legs, um, getting outside the pocket, making plays. But I do expect a low-scoring game. I really do. Um, I am going to go with uh, – I'm going to go 49ers. They just have the more more experienced um, roster. 
Yeah. <clears throat> if Debo's on the field, I'm I'm going San Francisco. I don't think Justin Fields is that prepared to beat San Francisco right now. I'm I'm going Debo Samuel. Okay, there we have it. Uh, next up, we got the Eagles at the Lions. I'm going with the Eagles. Philly. Yeah, uh, I like Jalen Hurts. I think he he will be. Um, I think he'll be the number one fantasy quarterback this year. Period. Um, I think he's gonna have a Josh Allen type of year that um, Josh Allen had last year. We can get into that later, but um, I think if he's gonna have that type of year, I think they need to win um, in Detroit on Sunday. Um, I do think Detroit can cover though. Um, but I like Philly. Okay. Uh, next up, we got the Colts at the Texans. Uh, personally, for me, I got the Colts going in, taking care of business real easy. Matty Ice, welcome back, baby. Welcome to India. Yeah. Um, um, I'm I'm on the opposite side of that one. Uh, so let me let me give you guys some facts. I know this is a quick segment, but this this is important. So uh, Houston uh, is plus eight or plus seven and a half or some shit right now. Um, but um. I think that week one um, in this new Frank Reich era, he's currently 0-4 straight up and 0-4 against the spread. Um, he's a coach who consistently doesn't have his team ready for their opener. So this is in um, season openers. So in um, betting the Colts at minus eight in week one or week two over the last 10 years would have produced um, a 2-18 and against the spread mark. Um, I understand uh, the Colts are the better football team. They've got the best running back in the league, but eight points is seven or eight points is, is quite a bit. And looking at the Colts' track record, um, I don't know. I, I, Houston could pull this one out. <laughs> I mean, um, I definitely think they can cover the spread. Um, but I kind of like kind of like Houston to be honest with you. I think Davis Mills will surprise a few people. So I do like David Green. Interesting take. Um, we'll get into him a little bit later on another day. Um, yeah. All right, next up, we got Patriots at Dolphins. Um, for me, I like the Dolphins to come out strong. I like them to win this one. Yeah, I kind of like the Dolphins, too. I don't think New England has the offensive personnel to, to, to even put up points. I like the under in this game, under 47 points. Um, yeah, Miami, go to a New face, new place, Tyreek Hill. <clears throat> yeah, helps, helps Tua climb the ladder a little bit. Yeah. Okay, next up, we got Jags at Washington. Um, I hate to say this. Oh, it kills me, but Washington. I know. You wear, what, what, is, what is this on your hat right here? What is this on your hat? It looks like what I got on my hat. It, it so kills I don't, me. I, don't, I don't understand how, how, how you think Washington is, is – and how easy you think it's going to be. That's, that's what I'm surprised about. You think, you think it's going to be easy. You know, Washington gave up. Um, by far the most um touchdowns, I think, or something like some some interesting fact like that. Um, last year, um, this offense, this quarterback. Um, first of all, I don't trust this quarterback for nothing. He he played for the Colts last year. Um, I think he was a big contributor in how that season went, especially the last game of the season. And who did they lose to the last game of the season? They lost to Jacksonville. Jacksonville. This dude is playing them again in week one in Washington. They're probably going to lose this game. I hope I hope Trevor Lawrence beats the shit out of the Washington Commanders or whatever they want to call themselves. Um, I, w- I hope they lose their first game as the Commanders. Um, I mean, I hope so. they do too. But I, just... um, I would if, – if, if, if it was me, 
Um, I would take Jacksonville plus plus the two points or so. Um, they're playing at home against a team that didn't even win like four games. They have all that craziness going on, and they're only a, a two point favorite. You, sh- you should if, if at least be laying three points at home, if not more. Um, especially since that team has way more experience. Um, so that's just me. But Jaguars have a Super Bowl winning head coach on their roster. Um, Doug Peterson. I think I think he's the right coach for that team. So I, I got to go with Jags. One time. No, I'm just kidding. Jags. Uh, Commanders. The Landover Commanders. <laughs> the Landover Commanders. All right. Next up, we got the Giants at the Titans. I think the Titans are a fraud this year. I'm, I'm unfortunately going to have to say the Giants might sneak this one in. I'm going to Tennessee. Derrick Henry's going to run through. Going to run through New York, Tennessee. I do like Derrick Henry's prop bets, but I think the Giants will sneak this one. Yeah, um, I got to agree with Hefe. So let me give you some stuff about this one. Um, so the Tennessee coach, Mike Babriel, um, he doesn't have a great week one track record. Um, matter of fact, he is um, – his team is 2-4 and four straight up and 1-5 and five against the spread in week one, uh, dating back to 2016. Um, Tennessee's just not a team that's, that, that's really built to win big margins. Um, and the turnover that they had this past year, lost A.J. Brown, one of the best receivers in the game with the Philly. Um, they brought in Robert Woods. Now I like Robert Woods, but Robert Woods is coming off an ACL injury. Um, they're not serious. They're just not. Um, Derrick Henry is, you know, he is the offense. You know, Tannehill, he had a he had a good year in fantasy or two years ago or so. Um, but you know, he 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 just has not been um that same quarterback. Um so I don't expect a huge game out of him. He's missing one of the best wide receivers. Um you know, in the league from his team, um, New York, um, those guys are playing for their careers. And by guys, I mean, Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones, they are playing for their football, football lives right now. They're very motivated to, to not only win this game, but to stay in this game. Um, they've got offensive line questions. Um, that defense uh, wasn't even that great last year. Um, I, I think the Giants are like plus five. I think that's the spread five points. I, I got to go with the Giants. Um, so that's the they got a new coach. They got a serious coach this year. They got rid of um of Jason Garrett and uh whoever that other guy was from New England. Um they got a real coach, dude from uh from Buffalo. So yeah. I like the Giants. All right. Um and last but not least, um one of my favorite matchups this week. We got the Raiders and the Chargers. I'm gonna go with the Chargers at home. Excuse me. Free boy Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler. We're going Los Angeles Chargers. Eric yeah, I, I, I'm in, I'm in agreement with both. I think we we all agree here. Chargers. Um, I think we all agree on the Saints too. But yeah, definitely definitely Chargers here. I think Chargers are um going to be the team to beat in the AFC. Um, they they just are are so good on both sides of the football, and they have a quarterback who is still, um. Uh, on his rookie contract, man, you know, you know, teams that have a good quarterback on the rookie contract, they do pretty well. Um, so I like the Chargers. I like them. Cool. Uh, uh, now we'll get into a, a quick brief around the NFL. Um, I don't know if you guys heard, but my guy, my one of my favorite tight ends in the league, he got a three-year extension, fifty-one million dollars. Darren Waller from the from the Raiders. Uh, 
It makes me happy. Yeah, shout out, shout out to Darren Waller. Shout out, shout out to Vegas, man. Um, he he is he's a star. Um, shining very brightly. I hope he continues to be so. Well deserved. Him. Congratulations, Darren Waller. Well deserved. Uh, and um, how do you how do you guys feel? Uh, Lamar Jackson, he didn't he didn't get a he didn't get a deal. Um, nothing nothing solidified. Now next offseason, you got Lamar, you got Joe, you got Justin, all gonna look for deals next year. Um, but how do you guys feel about Lamar Jackson specifically? Lamar, well, Lamar. Go, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So Lamar Jackson can't stay away from COVID. I do believe he caught COVID like seven to ten times or something last year. I, I can't yeah. remember, but I, I mean, he's a he's an he's a former MVP. But I but do what is he one and three in the playoffs altogether? Lamar, I mean, I. Lamar Jackson, great quarterback right now, but he's going to have to prove that he's more than just a pair of legs. Um, I personally, I believe he throws the ball decently. I'm not, a, I'm not really sold on Lamar Jackson. Again, he's a former MVP. I commend him for that season, but he's got to do more. He's got to get that team to the promised land. I think he's on the hot seat, or he could be on the hot seat potentially. Um. I have no worries about Lamar Jackson. Um, I think people are concerned about his injury history or his risk of injury. Um, I think he's shown um, that he is um, his style of play um, to a degree is very sustainable. Um, he's built up during the off season. Um, you know, uh, he he has a big arm. People people want to talk about oh he's, he he can't throw he can't he has a big arm. He does not have um, pass catchers. Um, that consistently able to catch the football. Um, I think that's the biggest problem with uh, with Baltimore. Um, honestly, um, their receiving core they, that that was just not their focus. But I, I I trust in Lamar. I think that he'll be able to get it done. As far as his contract, um, he's his own agent, so um, he does not have an agent. Um, he forgo that he for forwent that in order to um, you know get a get a, get a deal on his own terms. Um, I think he's looking for a fully guaranteed contract. Uh, that precedent has been set if you look at Deshaun Watson um, and what's going on in Cleveland. But if you look at, um, you know, just the amount of guaranteed money guys are getting, I think Lamar is looking to get closer to Deshaun or just around there, probably more than Kyler, um, because Kyler you know, plays just like him and has had less success. So I think whatever they offer um, Lamar, it, it, it's going to surpass what Kyler Murray got easily. Um, so he's betting on himself. Um if he comes out this season, wins MVP, goes deep in the playoff, wins a Super Bowl, man, they have to open the brink truck for him um, and, and dump it off at M&T Bank Stadium. Like, there's it's just too much money. So, uh, Now, I, I didn't want to cut either, uh, either one of you guys off, but I, I picked up my phone. I got some breaking news um, around, around the league. Um, now, these guys aren't in the league anymore, but this is crazy. Le'Veon Bell. Knocked out Adrian Peterson tonight, guys. Wow. Did he really? Oh my god! I can't wait There's to see no that way. replay. There's no way <laughs> he, he knocked, knocked him out. And and it and and we got video footage. This will last a lifetime. <laughs> oh my goodness, Lev uh, Lev Bell. Shout out, shout out, Lev Bell. You know, I always like, I always like Lev Bell, man. I like AP too, man. But he wants like to go play for those Commanders, so I'm just like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> Shout out, shout out, shout out to Lev Bell, man, for, for, for holding it down one time. Uh, something else, we got Michael Thomas is officially active um, for this week in the Saints game. So we get to see him play. 
Um, but uh, something I want to uh, brush upon. Um, how do you guys feel about this Thursday night game? Are are the Bills for real this year? Um, and, and and what's going on with the Rams and 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 Jalen Ramsey? Um, well, is he is he okay? We need Jalen. Jalen's on serious. He's. I don't he, think. I don't, I'm not Jaylen, sure. I don't know if he's okay dog. or if he's serious. Dog. Not to be funny. Jalen Jalen Ramsey had a perfect passer rating thrown on him. Is what happened. One hundred fifty-eight point three. That that is that is unsatisfactory, and it's not serious. He doesn't. He doesn't look like he's himself right now. Something is not right. I don't know what it is. Something going on behind the scenes, but he doesn't feel like himself. I was um I was on Twitter and they were saying that uh they need zesty uh zesty Jalen back. I don't know what that means. I personally, you know, I'm not going to get too deep into that, but they're saying that they need a bit of Zest Ramsey back. So maybe, I don't know what that means. Maybe he needs a little bit of seasoning, he needs food or something. Um, he, need, and he, he, he probably needs some sugar, man. That's that's probably what it is. Probably needs some sugar. Don't worry. But I don't, I don't, I'm just saying what they said. I'm just delivering yeah. the message. I'm just the middleman. But the Bills, the Bills are for real, man. The Bills, they, they, they click on all cylinders of the ball, offensively and defensively. They made the Rams look, you know, they made the Rams look like a middle of the uh, middle of the run team instead of the defending Super Bowl champions. I mean, yeah. granted, Matthew Stafford only targets one receiver. So, I don't know, maybe some of those guys, maybe they, like, put, like, something, like, white over their helmets or something. Maybe he'll be able to see them. Might have been too much color on the field for Matthew Stafford to see anybody other than Cooper Cup. But that's not <laughs> there either. Um, yeah, yeah. The 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 bill the bills are are, are very real. Um, very very real as 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 we all expected. But I do think we expected the Rams to be um just a bit more serious than in the first game. Um, I mean, they, they all the history indicated that you know um you know the the Rams um they had never even lost. I, I don't think a season opener um under Sean McVay um. You know, all the history suggested that they would come out on top or keep it close. And, you know, unfortunately, they could not. It looked like that at halftime. But then the Bills just just took them apart. Um, the offensive line for the Rams was non-existent. Um, Stafford um, was, was a target dummy um, when the ball was snapped. Um, you know, he was, um, you know, he, he they were already in the backfield. You know, it's, it's an evil world out there. You know, it's an evil world. You know, um, very, very wicked. So, um, but yeah, he, he was getting, he was getting beat up, man. His buddy Vaughn Miller was on the other side of, and, you know, he was getting torn to pieces. And then, um, look at the Ram side. I mean, they're linebacker. I mean, they just got, uh, you know, Bobby Wagner and this dude, Josh Allen, like leapfrogged them almost, you know, and, and, and scored that. That was Bobby Wagner, the best of his generation, you know, and he's, he, he could do nothing against that man. So, um, I think the Rams can get it together. I believe they play Atlanta next week. I, they, they probably beat them by by twenty points, um, just 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 to mark that. So look out for that. <laughs> the Rams' vengeance. Um, they they got to work on this running game though. Daryl Henderson is a fine running back, but they need Cam Akers. They need Cam Akers. That's you know, it's eighty five percent of who you know we thought he was. Um, but yeah, Cooper Cup's still that guy though. You know, this dude was for sure in and out of passes. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, definitely the guy. But I mean this. There's other receivers out there. You got Allen Robinson. He just, you know, Robinson, Cam Akers, I don't know. But we also need to have a moment of silence 
for the fallen uh, fallen soldier for um, the Los Angeles Rams. I'm not sure what happened, but it might be a nameless slate in Arlington. Um, that might have been one after that ridiculous difference. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah that, was... Uh, that was that was great. Um, a couple <laughs> things I want to say about this game. One, first and foremost, we're supposed to have a moment of silence I... for the soldier, man. That's, that's very yeah, come on, come on, man. We got got a moment of silence. We kick him for his service. We have to have a resident moment of silence. All right, man. All right, now, 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 get him. I think he feels better now. Uh, what I what I what I what I want to say is, man, shout out Josh Allen, one first and foremost, and and shout out my guy Benny the Butcher too, cause he, he Buffalo Bills, man, they they I think they going all the way this year, Super Bowl, put it in, lock it in, Josh Allen for MVP. I mean that you want to talk about people being serious, Josh Allen, he's serious, he's that real, is. he's very serious. He's very serious. He vengeance. He's ready to go. He's. <clears throat> I mean, we'll see what he does week two. But I mean, if anything, if anything piggybacks from week one, I mean, look out for the Buffalo Bills in the bowl, man. I mean, I know, I know. Every every team is looking at this schedule. Like, Damn, we got we got the Bills. Oh my goodness, man. They, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's gonna be Buffalo. Unfortunate. I mean, let me see. Who do they? Who does Buffalo have to? Who who has to play them next week? They got. Oh man, they got a cakewalk with it. They're at home against Tennessee next week. Uh, oh, look out! For gosh, that. You talk about twenty plus, man. Look out for that one. Twenty plus Buffalo. Is 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 there a spread out yet? Um, you know what? Hold on, I'm on. Um, I'm on. Shout out BetOnline.ag. They actually do have spreads out for next week. Uh, let me see if that one's out. Hold on. Um. Sorry, I just I just saw the knockout. That was insane. Adrian Peterson. Oh, Lev, Lev with Lev Bell. Okay, I gotta see this. Adrian Peterson looked like a rag doll. Just dropped. They do not have to see currently yet for the Titans and Buffalo Bills game. I pray for his son when he gets home because you know how Adrian Peterson was. <laughs> Sorry, that was inappropriate. That's not... Yeah, man, that that was that was um. It's beating their their kids. I mean. <laughs> I was with a couple of times as a child. It's a natural thing in the black home. They unfortunately Absolutely. do not have the Rams nor the uh, Buffalo Bills spread out yet for next week. Um, so maybe, maybe next time uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll have to get into that. I, I, uh, think, I think it's it's got to be set at eight or nine. When it opens. Oh, it's sure. got to be set at eight or nine. For sure. Maybe not not double digits, but eight or nine. But it very much depends on what the Giants do on Sunday. Very much. Sort of for sure. For sure. For sure. Now, um, this is this is probably going to be my favorite segment of the entire show uh, each and every week. We got coming up the playmakers play of the player of the week. Go ahead, take the floor, playmaker. <laughs> Oh well, we I briefly touched on it earlier, but I you know I stand by what I said about Baker Mayfield. There's nothing changing there. We've you know we're we're about an hour in, and I still stand by it. Baker Mayfield has a he has revenge on his mind. Um, it's like an ex, you know, you're 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 calling trying to find out what what did I do wrong? Why are you replacing me with with this other guy who seems 
like he's up to no good. I, something about massages or something. I don't know. He seems like he's a little off. Something's off in his mind. I don't know. The you know his his, his former girlfriend. You know, obviously they they fell out for reasons. You know, apparently undisclosed, but you know, somewhere along the lines, there's some sort of paperwork on there. Obviously, some sort of citation or something. However, Baker Mayfield. Miles Garrett. Miles, I don't think Miles is going to be able to get to Baker Mayfield. I think he's going to try to touch him up, but Baker said, no, I'm sorry. I moved on to the next. I've hung up. I'm doing bigger and better things now. I'm no longer cold in Cleveland. What is, what is even in Ohio? LeBron's not even there anymore. There's nothing going on in Ohio. I guess the Hall of Fame where all the players want to be in Canton, but otherwise there's nothing in Cleveland. Maybe Chip the Ripper, there's nothing in Cleveland. I'm in Carolina, next to the beaches. I want to play football. I have DJ Moore throwing him the ball. I have Christian McCaffrey, if he stays healthy, handing the ball off. I'm throwing to him out of the backfield for him to rake up 150 receiving yards and 125 rushing yards, two TDs. I might run for another touchdown. What's going on? Baker Mayfield, two to three touchdowns against the Cleveland Browns. Nothing going on out there. Baker Mayfield, playmaker of the week. We're locking him in. Wake and bake Sunday, but only for week one. I will never return to Baker Mayfield after this week, ever. But week one, revenge on his mind, that's all he cares about. Baker Mayfield is a guy that plays. He wants to show off. That's what he lives for. He loves the attention. He loves the glitz and the glam. That's what he lives for. You know, we saw his dance. His little, uh, yeah, we're going to be dancing all over the field week one. That's what we're here for. If any, Baker dancing. If anybody knows me and your history, they love. they know I love to always combat with you. So you know what? Week week one, I'm just I'm gonna do just that. How can you pick Baker Mayfield to be the playmaker over Russell Wilson? We're going to Seattle. Russell Wilson. <laughs> Russell Russell Wilson just wished the Queen of Elizabeth. He he said rest in peace, Elizabeth. He's focused on the wrong things. He needs to be focusing on football. Yeah, I, 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 I don't mean to cut you off. I saw someone say back to that. It's like, dang, you are corny, ain't you? Like that was the reply. Like after Russell was Russell Wilson's way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm, 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 I'm not. I have, I have. I have no. I have no thoughts or opinions. Um, about what transpired in 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 Great Britain. Um, Although rest, no, rest, sure, rest in peace to the queen. Peace. You know that's that's. Yeah. I never went to upset anybody across the sea or on, on this land, you know, and I never went to disrespect the dead. But again, we're, we're focused on the wrong things. Russell Wilson is absolutely going to go off, but that's not exciting. That's not exciting. So I want, I just want everybody for this first and official podcast to know my first notes that I took for the Browns and, and Panthers game this week is right here. If everybody can read that, it says, fuck Baker. You're just a hater. Just a hater. Damn, that's that was that was that was really deep. These um, were my notes. There's, right there's there. literally no notes on there except for that. That's just rude. That's, just that's, rude. that's how I'm and that's how I'm doing it this week. It probably it, prob- it probably it probably took some time to to develop that that stance on this uh this game. So yeah. shout out to you, Hefe, for the, the excellent analysis. I, always I, willing to always willing to dive deeper to to, to get to the meaning. It was a it was a real. We deep appreciate. Time. We Thank appreciate you. you, man, and everything. However. <laughs> <laughs> however, however you feel about Baker Mayfield is not what the reality is. Baker Mayfield is going to get what he needs to get off. On his oh, he's yo, for sure. going to get it done this week. I just, I'm, 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 I'm just mad at the guy now. He's, he's, he's pissed me off these past couple of years. Look, man, just like, just like Mike and him said, we need one last dance. 
his <laughs> last dance with the Browns. Uh, we'll see how this goes. Great one. <sighs> so it's it's easy to talk shit when you're up, but it's difficult to talk shit when it's zero zero. Baker Mayfield's the kind of guy that's going to talk shit zero zero. He already said he's going to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Baker Mayfield tapping in, flu game, flu game. Yeah, there, there, there will be a lot of um, a lot of eyes on that game. I think so. <laughs> NFL pundits, talking heads, you know, will be, will be uh, be babbling about it all week. So, <laughs> Baker now, Mayfield, baby, lock player, playmaker of the week. Now, typically after this segment, we'd get right into Sunday night football, but uh, we got our Cowboys, you know, in the game this week. So that's reserved for the final segment of today's show. So. Today, we are going to go right into Monday Night Football, and we got Denver at Seattle. Now, both these teams last season were last place in their division, but the most interesting fact is Russell got traded to Denver, who all they really needed was a quarterback, and now they're going to Seattle, who I don't even know who's on their depth chart, honestly. How do you, how do you guys feel about this? Man... Seattle didn't do uh, Russell right. Now, Russell reached a great destination with Denver Broncos. That's the established franchise. They've got good leadership, good ownership, um, and all that other stuff. But they, they did that man wrong, man. Uh, Russell Wilson, for the past few years, has taken that team to the playoffs, like, I think, like, nine out of ten years or some shit like that. Um, he's been their, their, their um, consistent force on that team now. People will say, well, you know, it wasn't Russ at first. It was the defense. It was Marshawn Lynch. And then, you know, Russ, you know, he did his thing. And then he didn't win that Super Bowl. You know, he turned the ball over, you know. But um, Russ has has been, whatever you think about him, he has been a model, a role model on and off the field. He's, uh, you know, he's been an excellent football player. All these Pro Bowls, all these accolades. um, So for him to – Kind of get down to this. I, there were rumors, um, and Russ, you know, admitted to knowing about this that you know they thought about trading him to the Browns for the number one pick the year that um, the Browns selected Baker. They thought about that. They they considered that because they didn't think that Russ could get the job done. Well, I think Russ and the Broncos will represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. That's what I think. That team has it all. They have offense. They have defense. They have a Super Bowl winning quarterback. And Russ, and Russ, I trust. Um, I think that spread is at six and a half at the moment. Um, it's too low. It's too low. What are the what are the Seahawks gonna do? What are what are they gonna do? What is Geno Smith gonna do? I don't know what he's gonna do, but I don't think it will be much. I think he will try. I've heard the rookie running back has already been um ruled out or likely to miss this game. Um Russ probably wants to show them that um, I don't think he's the type of guy to hold grudges, but I mean, I think he he definitely wants to put a um, a statement victory up there, and I just don't think Seattle has the pieces to really compete. <laughs> Honestly, they I don't think they do. I really don't think that they do. So, I mean, and I I think the Broncos are, are I don't know how people don't see it, but they, they're they're going to be like one of the best teams in the NFL this year. So, go Russ. Go Broncos. Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy alongside Russell Wilson. Hopefully, yes, an offensive lineman. They'll keep him on his feet for long enough so we can get the ball off. I do like Denver in this game. 
I do like Denver this season. I'm not sure how I feel about them coming out of the AFC West. I mean, I've, I've given it some thought, and I would not be surprised if they do make it out. Um, Patrick Sertain as well. And those two running backs too, man. They got two starting running backs with uh, Javante and uh, Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Yes. 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 Um, I do see. I do see Denver causing a lot of teams trouble throughout this season. I think the Seahawks. That's just going to be a, a, a cakewalk game. I think. I think Russell Wilson has something to prove this year. He's going to show why he is Russell Wilson. Um, potential MVP candidate, if not made, you know, if he doesn't win MVP, solid. I, I can see him as MVP candidate for sure. Um, Jamal Adams, I think he, he has to have a really good game. He has to have a really good season. He has to show, you know, step up as the leader on that defense <clears throat> to prove, you know, that he was worth he was worth picking up. So we'll see. But I don't I don't think Seattle has enough. There's just Geno Smith, DK Metcalf. That's just not enough. There was a Funny picking on fantasy draft. Somebody picked DK Metcalf early, and the rest of their draft just fell apart. <laughs> After that point, it was just a complete meltdown. Kind of how DK Metcalf's probably going to have this season, but they do still have Tyler Lockett as well. So I mean, they still do have a solid receiver. Course, Geno Smith is not enough. Um, Noah Fant is also there as well. I mean, part of the trade with Russell Wilson. So I mean, the Seahawks they do have a solid receiving core. It's just they just don't have a quarterback. You know what I mean? But I do think Denver gets this. Well, as they have Justin Simmons as well on their defense. I mean, there's just a lot of names on that Denver side, on that Denver defense. You know, there's not, there's not going to be a lot of throwing against that team. And offensively, there's just there's too much offense in, in Maha. So I do like Denver, and I think I have to agree with you. I do think that Denver is going to potentially come out of the AFC, aside from Buffalo. But I would love – that would be a great AFC, champ, AFC championship game, Buffalo versus um, Denver. That'd be an excellent game. Very cold, very snowy. We love a good snow football game. Yes. yes we, uh, I think Russell Wilson is a for sure fantasy lock this week, 100%. I think you should go ahead and start that man. Uh, I believe he's going to go off against his former team. Um, well, one thing I'm kind of looking at, I kind of uh, I kind of like the under at 44. I think, uh, I think while Denver will put up the points, I don't think Seattle will put up many points. They might get three to seven points, uh, maybe either two field goals or a touchdown in this game. I don't see them getting much more than that. While as Denver, I think they'll probably get anywhere from 24 to 30 points um, somewhere in that ballpark. So I think that, you know, the total is going to end around 37 to maybe 40. So I'm thinking Denver minus six under is a, is a lock. Russell Wilson, like I said, fantasy quarterback lock. I know Seattle has good receivers, but like Playmaker said, um, Geno Smith, he's just he's just not he's just not him. He's he's I I I I don't know I don't know what what to say about that guy. He's thirteen and twenty one as a career guy. Um, that's not that great. Um, and now he's on Seattle. I know they got two good receivers, but I just. I just don't – Denver's always had a good defense. I don't see them getting it done. I don't see Geno being able to make the plays that Russell could make with these receivers, and they don't have a running back to open the field up. So I think Denver convincingly wins this game on Monday night. You know, there's just 
There's just there's just no. <laughs> there's there's literally no way Seattle pulls this game out. And if they do, God bless them. You got you got to remember too, you know, um, Peyton Manning. You know, he's he's apparently been coaching Russell Wilson in the offseason, not on the football part of it, but just like being the guy in Denver. Um, and uh, I think Peyton Manning is going to be um, returning this year, him and his brother, for the Manning cast. Um, if you guys remember, that's a Monday night football um, uh, broadcast that they do. I think it's on ESPN2, where they go through uh, the matchups, give analysis, you know, just invite guests on like uh Russ was a guest last year on that same show they got guys like LeBron so um it's a lot of narrative you know in my opinion um I I really think they're gonna destroy them so you know Manning 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 is his guy Manning's his guy Um, and um I'm sure he would love to broadcast that type of game so yes sir I think so is Drew Drew hurt or did Smith actually beat him out um Smith actually beat him out. He doesn't look. I don't see him on the injury report here. Yeah, no, no, yeah, that's correct. I do see him. Yeah, I just wanted to double. I just wanted to double back and check. Yep. I All wish. Right. I do wish Geno Smith the best of luck in this season, but it's it's just not happening. <laughs> so it looks like we're all backing Denver here. Okay. Uh, now, on to the best part of the uh, each and every podcast. Uh, the team. Yes, sir. There we go. Dallas Cowboys. We are here. It is time. Yes, sir. Let me see the smiles on everybody's faces. America's team. We are taking over Sunday night football. How do you guys feel? Man, I'll be honest with you. I feel... um, not confident. Um, I feel, I feel, um, I feel unsure. I feel, uh, I feel, uh, like, uh, like Dak Prescott is gonna, is gonna, is gonna disappoint. Not just Dak Prescott, but, but, but the team as a whole is gonna disappoint me. And, um, I've learned with the Cowboys, with our Cowboys, you, you can't go in expecting anything because you will be disappointed at some point. You will be disappointed. Um, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys played um, the Bucks last year for the season opener. Um, I believe it was Thursday night football game. So uh, first game of the season. And what was a really, really great football game. Um, just lots of points. Um, Dak coming back from an injury. Um, and it, it all came down to um, the Cowboys taking the lead with uh, less than two minutes to let go on the clock. And unfortunately, that was too much time for Tom Brady and the Bucks, and they marched down the field, and uh, they scored a field goal and, and walked off with the victory. So, um, yeah, I, I, Tom Brady has never lost to the Cowboys in his career. I understand the man is 44, 45 years old, but um, it, it does not matter. Um, Tom Brady is still the goat. Um, he's still got most of his weapons returning from last year. Um, he can. Um, you know, be very efficient um, in his passing. He's going to get the ball out quick, can manipulate the defense. Um, I do think we had the better defense over Tampa Bay, but someone like Brady can manipulate them um, and and make it so that they never even touch him. Um, and he gets his guys in places to succeed. 
Um, my only concern about Brady, really, um, and this has always kind of been the concern most recent year, his advanced age, um, and um, just just the protection, just just the protection that he might have or might not have um, in this matchup. But otherwise, um, I, mean, I think we expect good games out of Tom Brady. I think that Prescott will play well. Um, we, uh, you know, we we don't have the same weapons on our receiving core. We're missing Amari Cooper, um, but. And uh, you, you just have you just have to believe in them, man. At the times when you think the Cowboys will not do shit, that is when they kind of show up a little bit. So um, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I I don't think they will win this game. I really don't think so. That's based off what happened last year. Tom Brady's record overall against this team, um, it, it's it's tough. So um, I'm excited for the game. I'm, I'm I'm looking to watch how our offense looks, how our defense plays, but. I'm not optimistic about our chances of winning. I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. I hope they can win. Uh, but we are a dog at home. That's not good. That's not good. So, uh, what, what you thinking, TP? The playmaker himself. What, what, what are we thinking about Sunday Night Football? I mean, I know the press are trying to make a big deal out of this shoe deal and Dak having a minor ankle injury because of his, you know, Shoes, not really too concerned about that. Um, rumor is that this is one of the fastest defenses that the Dallas Cowboys have had in some years, so this looks um not very good. I'm not sure if this is true or not. Curse may be out this week, but we'll see. I do think Michael Parsons will have our defense ready, despite you know being on what is that undisputed. Undisputed, you know, he, he hasn't been on that show yet. So, but I do think our defense will be ready. I think our defense will be playing violently. Um, we have a bone to pick with the Buccaneers from last year. Um, my concern is our offense, our offensive line. Um, Tyler Smith will be learning from Jason Peters, which is a good, I mean, for what it's worth, Hall of Fame lineman. We will see how that would transfer the knowledge that he has and the skill set that he, you know, that helped build his Hall of Fame career. We'll see how that transfers over to the rest of the offensive line, the younger personable players, based until Tyron Smith gets back. Um, CeeDee Lamb is going to, this is going to be his year to show whether he's really ready to step up and be a number one receiver. Obviously, he has no choice with Amari Cooper um, ending up in Cleveland. Michael Gallup's going to be out for the first couple of games. He's not on the pub list, I don't think so. That's a good thing, so he doesn't necessarily have to miss the first four games, but it may look like he's going to miss those games anyway. Just did his injury last year in, um, against San Francisco. You know, Dax had a couple of targets that he's found. We still have Schultz. Um, I'm still not necessarily going to count out Zeke. It's, I mean, I, I love Zeke. It's very difficult for me, too. I think they still have a good combination going with him and Tony Pollard. But... I just don't know if our offense would be enough. I mean, Julio Jones is a little bit that's obviously past his prime. You know, you would like to think that Tom Brady's past his prime, but every time we try to count out Tom Brady, he comes out with, you know, he wins the Super Bowl or he's a, he's a play away from going back to the Super Bowl. Like, that Tampa Bay team is still pretty good. Um, Mike Evans, I'm not sure if Godwin is out as well, but, you know, Fournette, <clears throat> they still have a pretty strong defense as well. And again, Tom Brady is undefeated against the Cowboys. So what is he? I believe the number Jeff you had told me 
what you had mentioned pre, you know, mentioned before. It's like it's what six and zero against the Cowboys. So he loves to show up against the Dallas Cowboys for for whatever reason, probably because we're supposed to be America's team, but that's what they are. You know, we they've crowned us for so many years, even though the crown is quite covered, is is covered in mud, dirt, grime. Um, I can't even remember the last time we've been to an NFC Championship game. So as far as I'm concerned. We're not America's team. Well, America is based off capitalism, and we are the um, – we generate the most money out of all sports franchises in the world. So we're the richest sports franchise, so I guess we would be America's team by that way. But as far as football goes, you know, we are a far cry from what's, what we once were. You know, when they had the triplets, you know, the playmaker himself, Michael Irvin, Troy Aikman, Emmitt Smith – you know, Jay Novacek, those guys, uh, Darren Woodson, you know, Leon Lett, these guys, you know, playing good football, Deion Sanders. You know what I mean? Oh, I forgot his name. The cornerback um, the that won MVP against the Steelers. Like, his name is slipping me right now. But, I mean, like, you know, the Cowboys, we really have to get back to where it's all about winning. It's not just about the glitz and the glamour. It's not about the attention. Like, there's no reason, even though – it may not be detrimental because Tuesdays are days off for teams, you know? So it may not be detrimental for Michael Parsons to have a little 30 minute, 30 minute segment on undisputed, but it just, it just doesn't look good. The optics don't look good for the Cowboys in this time. You know what I mean? We should be focused on winning. We should have beat San Francisco handedly. Granted again, you know, there's probably the best for Dak to scramble at the end of the game, but you know, first half got awful. You know, there's there's just things that the Cowboys could do. There's just there's just just different decisions. The front off from the front office to you know the the team itself. But again, the team I don't think the team necessarily was too far off last year. We just have an issue where we can't put off the offensive and defensive side of the ball together to be a complete team. It's always one or the other. So <clears throat> I mean, we'll see this year. Gallup comes back if Ceedee Lamb can put everything together. Um, hopefully Kellen Moore will design some better plays. <laughs> you know, we can't keep having these cookie cutter offensive sets. Guys go in motion, but everyone knows exactly what we're going to be doing. I mean, these offenses are a lot more advanced. We're running, I don't want to say prehistoric offensive plays and sets, but I mean, you know, again, for example, the San Francisco game, you have Debo Samuel or just players like Debo Samuel, Justin Jefferson. These guys are getting involved. CeeDee Lamb, <clears throat> even though I'm not sure if he's necessarily ready or mature enough to be the number one receiver, I hope that he is, hope that I'm wrong, but you should be using a guy like CeeDee Lamb, very versatile, can run, throw, pat, you know, run, pass, obviously catch the ball, you know what I mean? He, and again, he also needs to focus up. We have to, he has to eliminate those drops. Zeke, I know we see a whole bunch of videos of him doing these drills, but it has to translate onto the field. And again, that also goes with the offense line. Off, we have to move as a cohesive piece. And right now, I don't, I just don't know if our offense is as cohesive as it needs to be. Dak, thirty-seven to ten last year, great numbers, but you know, when games matter, I'm not going to say he shrinks. But then there's times, at least from what I see, he doesn't wake up to the second half. And by the time he wakes up in the second half, we're down two, three, fours, and we're playing, we have to play comeback ball. Nothing, nothing wrong when it gets done, but when it doesn't get done, it's like, all right, well, what happened? And I'm not saying that he needs to shoulder all the blame. Or I'm, not, I'm not placing all the blame on him because, again, there are situations where our defense let, lets us down. But, like, for example, the Kansas City game, our defense showed up. 
shut down Patrick Mahomes. Offense was just not there. And it is very difficult to play an arrowhead. I do understand that. But you have you have to you have to get defense support when the defense goes out and shuts out that Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes run team. You have to go out there and, and, and put up some sort of points. Kansas City to under 20. You know what I mean? San Francisco, you have to just go out there and just beat that San Francisco team. We have to make it to the second round. You know, it, it, it it's tiresome. You know, it's tiresome. I don't know what the Joneses are going to do. You know, we talk about Von Miller potentially wanting to take a pay cut to play for Dallas. Granted, Van Von Miller's a little older, but he just left a Super Bowl winning team, a Super Bowl winning situation. You, you're telling me that our defense couldn't use somebody like Von Miller? I don't know. I, I'm not giving up on the Cowboys because that is an abusive relationship that I will never leave. Stockholm syndrome all the way. <laughs> Love hate relationship. However, you know, I you can just see you can you can see the shine from the Cowboys, but you can also see the cracks within the shine. And I'm hoping that we can fill in those cracks. I don't I don't know what to expect from our offense. I do expect a very solid performance from the defense. I mean, I didn't even mention Trayvon Diggs or, you know, we're getting Jabril Cox back. Um, Donovan Wilson. You know, these these guys, you know, the, our, our secondary looks pretty good. Our secondary looks like the best it's been in some time because we're so used to, you know, having guys like Demarcus Lawrence, Demarcus Ware, Brandy Gregory, who's now in Denver, another core uh, piece for Denver to run through the AFC with. But that's a different conversation. Um, you know, solid linebacking core. Vander as Sean Lee when he wasn't a vegetable on the field. <laughs> but, you know, Russell used to want, like a front seven, you know, the back, you know, the secondary just being all right. But now we have solid pieces across the board. I think that our defense is going to be our bread and butter this year. Our, I just hope that our offense is competent. And our offense to be competent. That's my take. Great, great, great analysis, guys. There's a, a couple things that I want to say about the Cowboys this year. Uh, first and foremost, um, our defense is definitely going to be there. I, I love what I saw last year. I think they're still going to be the same guys. Micah Parsons, look out for him, defensive player of the year. I think that's a good bet to put in. I think he he could definitely win that one. Um, we'll, 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 we'll look on that further in the year and see how he's progressing, but I think that's one. Um, one thing I like about this, um, I know I was talking to Trev earlier about these uh, prop bets. Um, he he really convinced me about Dalton Schultz now. Um, this this over four and a half. Um, I'm really really starting to love that. It's I know it's minus one forty eight right now. Um, it keeps changing, keeps going up, it keeps going down. But I mean, that with the Christian McCaffrey stuff I was saying earlier, I think that's a perfect parlay. Um, I think that's uh, – to me, I think that's easy money. Uh, if you want a third on there, I'd say um, take Derrick Henry's rushing yards. Um, but Dalton Schultz, four and a half, that, that's got to be a lock no matter how you look at it, uh, minus 148. Um, I love that. Um, as far as the Cowboys in this game goes, uh, man, I like uh, Playmaker said, Brady's 6-0 and against us. I mean, and that – that's so distasteful to say it hurts my soul um and it makes me hate brady even more um because of that but 
Dallas really they they did a great job last year opening night in Tampa. Barely lost. I think this could be the first time Dallas steals one from Brady. I I I know as a Cowboys fan, you know, we always say Cowboys, Cowboys every week, but I something's telling me that can possibly get this one done at home. Um I'm feeling this this week. I really like it. Um, we'll see what happens, though. We'll, we'll definitely see what happens. I like – regardless, I like Dak and I like Brady to both be fantasy starters this week, 1,000%. I think their passing totals are going to be crazy. Last year, they both threw over 350. Personally, for me, I think they're both throwing over 300. Again, easy money prop bets again uh, for you. I think they're going over 300. Uh, no doubt in my mind. I know we don't have a number one receiver in the Cowboys anymore, but Dak still likes to throw the ball around. Schultz will get some good yardage. I think, um, what's his name, Lamb will come in there and get some good yardage. He'll probably get over 100. Uh, we got Tolbert coming in there. I know Gallup's out, but we'll see. I definitely like them over 300, both of them. Fantasy starters. Um, I'm not sure who else to start in fantasy. You could probably you could possibly start the the Bucks receivers, even um their running back. But as far as Elliott, don't start him. Don't don't do it to yourself. I'm I've been saying this for years and I want this on record on this first official podcast. Please, Dallas Jerry Jones, trade that man. God damn it. Get rid of him. It's not happening. It's not. It's not happening. Not not this. Not this year. It's too much. Too much. Too much money. Too much money to lose. Too much money to lose. Get rid of that contract. It's not happening. Lee, I've been. I mean, I've been saying this for I don't know how many years. About maybe four years now. I mean, I I liked the guy when he first came there, but man, we should have got rid of him long time ago. That contract is biting us in the butt now. Uh, It is what it is. Tony Pollard's a dog. That's my guy. Might have to buy his jersey just because. But that's my hot take. Dallas winning game one. Money line. Put it in. Lock it. Dallas over again. Over's going high over. I think both teams getting 30 again. Or close I, to 30. I, I got a final score prediction. It's uh I got 21-24. And 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 who's who has that 24? We'll see. <laughs> But that's my that's that's my score prediction. 21-24. I think both offenses probably start off a little bit slow. You know, Brady missed a lot of preseason. Um and uh Dak didn't play any preseason. Um and, and defenses are good. So um that's that's what I think. 21-24. It's a little bit under the total is right now. So yeah. So, I, I mean your your feelings with Zeke, it, it's 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 because he doesn't look as glitzy as he once did. I mean, he, you know, he's still a thousand yard back when they when he when he plays a full season. He, he was a thousand yard back last year. Again, you know, he, it's it's he needs to. I mean, we've said this before, or we've had this discussion before, is that Zeke needs to understand that when he's hurt, he needs to dial it back, unless it's of utmost necessity. You know what I mean? Like the the, the shelf life of backs. Are nowhere near what they once was, but what they once were. This is a passing league now as well. So, you know, it's, it's okay to have a dual back system where Zeke doesn't have to carry the brunt of the load, but that's just Ezekiel Elliott. That's just who he is. I, I do understand your frustrations with him. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not knocking you for feeling that way. 
I just feel that Zeke is still the workhorse that we need him to be as long as he's healthy, as long as he stays in shape, as long as the offensive line can do what they need to do. I do still think Zeke is a 1,000-yard back. And he's the only running back that we have that can block effectively to keep Dak Prescott from getting blown up. If we haven't looked at the film already, Tony Pollard, where he's in a blocking situation, in a blocking situation, Dak ends up sacked more times than that, or it's a blown, it's a missed block. Dak might get the ball out. Ezekiel Elliott's picking up those blocks. Zeke, Zeke is very vital to our offense, whether you want to, you know, whether you want to like it or not. And I know that you don't like it, but Zeke is our guy until we can find something better. Now I know you've you've pitched this potential, this fantasy trade idea of getting a Herschel Walker, a Herschel Walker Hall for Ezekiel Elliott. That's more than likely not going to happen given his contract, what the numbers are. That should have happened years ago. That's what I wanted years ago, but. Really was still a, a, a plausible running back, and he still is. He's still a viable running back in the NFL. You know, I'd I'd like him a lot more if he didn't if he didn't cost so much. He's not worth that money. Well, then maybe well, even, even he, he may not he may not be worth it. Worth it, I'd say worth it in quotes because what what is our worth as humans, you know? Um, but he was at the time when we were trying to get Zeke paid. Zeke was our offense. You know, Dak wasn't throwing for 300 plus a game. He was barely getting over 200. You know, that it is what it is. Zeke was our offense. He was moving the football. And then Dak would, you know, they said dink and Dak. You know, that was his thing. <laughs> he would hit his receivers across the middle, um, out the slot, you know, up the seam. And uh yeah, that's what he would do. But Zeke, Zeke was Zeke was the was the guy. So you want to know um, when we paid, all- when paid Zeke? That that's 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 what it was. So I I I expect that. I respect that. You know, it is what it is. At that time, we were just like, we got to sign Zeke. Got to sign Zeke. This is all now. Past- we're just like, we got to get rid of Zeke. Let's talk about future Zeke. Now Zeke, you're all. We're all yeah. talking about past him, his glory days. Let's his talk about him. Not, he's not that guy. Unfortunate. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. I I wanted him to be great. I. At first, I was saying Zeke, we need to trade Dak. That was my first initial talk, thought. When when people were saying, "Who would you rather have, Dak or Zeke?" I said I'd rather have Zeke. But my opinion on that's completely changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's Zeke just kind of fell off a cliff, you know. Like uh, his his production, everything, it just fell off a cliff. And it was so steep. Um, it, it that that's the reason why folks are um, you know like this so but yeah that's um that what would you say a wrap up a oh yeah no, I, was, I, just, I think if, if he can stay healthy and he can you know split carries a little bit more so I think we'll have a, a solid committed monster right there and also to Jeff with the number one like receiver number one I think I think that CD has the potential to be I think it's just a maturity thing for him, and whether he can hear catches or something. All yeah. He's always looking to make the next play, which is a good thing because that shows he has a playmaking ability. It's just whether he's really ready to check in and be, you know, be the guy. I I think he's ready. I I think he showed shades of it with uh with Cooper. I think. I think Lamb's ready to hold that number one 88 jersey down spot. I think he's I think he's ready to hold his own. 
he talks a really big game. He just has to he has to really show it. And again, there's 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 spots of it. There's yeah. And I think there was film that he he definitely is worth for sure. Um, I I think when he when Cooper was playing on the other side, there were times where Lamb was was making his plays and he was getting open. He was catching the ball. I mean, right, Cooper, but Cooper's not there anymore. So he's gonna be he's gonna be seeing he's gonna be seeing wide receiver one coverage. So whether when he when and there's the film also shows that when he's faced with one on one third, when he's faced with wide receiver one coverage, he's getting the one um, wide receiver one treatment. He tends to shrink away. He's getting doubled, tripled, or you know, doubled. He's getting locked up. He's getting matched up with the best cornerback on the field, and you know, he's getting frustrated. He's not finishing off his routes as crisp as he needs to. Kind of backs away again. And, you know, as as if he keeps two defenders to himself away from everybody else, you know, who's going to get the ball? Cowboys love him. Dalton Schultz. They love tight ends. I gotta agree. Dalton that's Schultz. Very, that's very true. He's the guy. When the weather was warm. Cooper was fighting through double coverage. I need, I need to see also fight through double coverage. I'm sure he will. We'll see what happens. It'll be very interesting to see how Lamb uh, responds to being a R a, 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 a WR one. If he's a if he's yeah. a footballer, he has to respond to this adversity because the adversity is coming. And we got Mr. Tom Brady week one, and we have Joey Burrow week two. So. It'll be a very interesting two weeks for the Cowboys, for sure. At home too, it'll be, Absolutely. it'll be, it'll be quite, it'll be quite the story. Don't let us win. Don't let us win two games back to back against, um, against playoff team. Don't let that happen because we, we, we against potential MVP uh, quarterbacks yeah. too. Don't, don't, don't let us win two games back to back. We, we will not know how to act. We won't know how to act. I guarantee. Look, I will not look every place I go to work. Um, you know, friends just being out. I'll be, I'll be at fucking target. Like, I won't know how to act. I won't know how to act, man. I might, I might attempt a backflip. If we win, we just got to keep it moving. We just have to keep. And we, and we, and we, and we pray that Hefe does not attempt that backflip. Yeah, I don't want to see that. No one, no, no one wants to see that. If we win the Super, for your sake. If we win the Super Bowl. If we win the Super Bowl. But that's not a conversation we're having today. If we win the Super we got, Bowl, look, we got look, we got we got one thing to focus on. We got the Bucks. We need to focus on the Bucks. That's what we get past about. the Bucks. Focus on the Bengals. We and, do. And whoever look, comes I'm, next, I might have to make a proclamation. If we win the Super Bowl this year, no. no shout no. out. Look, hold on. Shout out my guy Stone Cold Steve Austin. I might drive over. I think it's uh all the way to Ellicott City. Grab me a Stone Cold IPA and let that be my first ever taste of beer. Because, my God, if that happens, we're, we're 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 holding we're holding you to that. We're holding you to that. Don't 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 forget that. We're, we're not gonna forget that one. We're not gonna forget that one. But um, yeah, that's that. I think we're at the end, man. Um, it would be an exciting week one. Um, NFL for sure. Um, we'll definitely be watching for our Cowboys. Um, I'm I'm excited, man. Like this 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 feels surreal. It feels like Christmas almost, you know. NFL. We uh, are Sunday. Kickoff season. Thursday Thursday was just a tease. It was just a tease, you know. Um so yeah, the yeah. real the real thing is coming. It's NFL Sunday. Um if I'm like you guys, I'll be I'll be glued I'll be glued to my various screens trying to catch all the plays and NFL red zone and and, and the such. Um you know, so it, it'll be fun. 
That'd be cool. Sure. We're gonna have some fun this season, absolutely. Have the lineups ready. Fantasy season upon us, gentlemen. It is, it is upon us. It is upon us. Like this money gambling, man. Yes, sir. Yeah. And we will be back here live in in person again. The Talking Heads. For Thursday's game, we will talk about the uh, Chargers in Kansas City. That'll be very interesting. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. But until then, enjoy week one, fellas. All right. We're signing. We're signing out, y'all. Thanks for listening.